Affordable can be beautiful. Hey everybody, I'm Kelly Wilkness here with Anita Joyce, and this is Decorating Tips and Tricks. We at DTT promote the ways to create a beautiful home for less. So today's guest could not be more perfect. We are interviewing Betsy Helmuth today of the Affordable Interior Design Podcast, Instagram, and all other places. Betsy, welcome to Decorating Tips and Tricks. Thanks so much for making the time to speak with us today. Of course. Thank you for having me. I just love the synergy between our two shows. I love that we both share relatable tips, making this sort of highfalutin world of design accessible to people who want to do something right now to make their spaces better. Absolutely. And highfalutin. Whenever you can work that into a sentence, it's fabulous. So good for you. So Betsy, Yes, even though I live right outside New York City now, I'm from Missouri, so there will be Ah. moments of a southern twang and some highfalutins. I gotcha. Okay, I I wouldn't have picked out where you were from, but I knew you really weren't a tri-state area girl when we first started talking. So is uh, is that the Sooner State? Missouri is the show me state. Oh, so show me, Betsy, show me your affordable tips. Let's dive right in. Uh, And first, tell everyone a little bit about yourself, your show. And at the end, we'll give them all the links uh, where they can find you. And we'll include all of those clickable links in the show notes as well. But give them a little intro as to what you do and, and what your philosophy on decorating is all about. So my name is Betsy Helmuth, as you mentioned, and I live right outside New York City in Westchester. And I've had an interior design business for 17 years. Our anniversary is next month. And so we've had a firm where we, of course, help people to do interior design in the New York City area, but affordably. So we only shop retail. We don't do anything custom. We offer flat rate packages. We extend 100% of our discounts. So my whole philosophy... Oh, can you tell there's a big storm here? Oh, (laughs) my goodness. That was just a huge crack of lightning. It was not my stomach growling that I'm hungry. (laughs) There is huge cracks of lightning just... Oh my gosh. I have to say, I love that sound and I don't get a lot of that in California. So I enjoyed that. (laughs) Let's keep that in the show. (laughs) If you guys are looking for also a soothing meditation while I share tips, you can listen to the sounds of rain and thunder. Perfect. So yes. So I've been doing that for 17 years. And then about seven years ago, I started a podcast because people were constantly asking me for my advice, right? And Mm -hmm. if they want to hire me, they have to pay for my advice. But I was like, how can I make this even more affordable, even more accessible? So on my show, people write in with their interior design questions. They send in pictures of their dilemmas and I answer them right there on the spot. So hopefully they can go out and make the changes that apply to their space and they get designer help without the designer price tag. Affordable as can be, obviously. We did uh, listener questions in the maybe the first to third year of the show, and we really enjoyed digging into those questions. So I love listening to your show, and I find that the questions that you answer or the ones you get or the ones you choose to answer really can apply to a lot of people in a lot of different situations. So I obviously recommend that everybody head over and listen to the show. So you want to dig into your first affordable tip? Yes, please. So, you know, the thing about right now 
that's kind of exceptional is due to COVID, we're having a lot of supply chain issues and a lot of things aren't available or they've hiked the prices up sky high. So if you're looking for a dresser, a dining table, you'll find that the prices are at least 20% more than they even were in January of 2022. But the one place you can still get a great deal are textiles. Textiles is still that category where things are affordable, where you can make a huge visual change for a little bit of money. Rugs are so affordable and they're like a huge painting for your floor. You can transform your entire space by changing out a rug. And I do recommend large rugs. And you're wondering, you know, how large, especially if you're living in an open concept space with the living dining area combined, like you don't want it to look like wall-to-wall carpeting, but you also don't want it to look like a little coaster or magic carpet ride for your coffee table. (laughs) Yes, we always say it's the, the bath mat in front of the sofa, not the way to go. But I love the visual I'm getting on the painting for your floor. That's such a great way to think about a rug. Anita always loves to add a colorful rug. I go a little bit more neutral. So what's your go-to on a rug? I don't care if it's neutral or colorful, but the key is that it needs to have some sort of pattern. And the Mm -hmm. reason I'm suggesting that is because I have two kids under the age of 12. I have an adorable chihuahua who sometimes vomits after he eats (laughs) my houseplants. And so a pattern on a rug will give that rug longevity because you won't see stains as easily. So you can choose something quite vibrant or you can choose something more subtle, but that differentiation of color that you get with a pattern will really give you a longer lifespan with your rug. Oh, I so agree. Even if you are not a pattern person, but you can get a rug that has more of like a heathered look to it. So there's a variation of shades of the same color that really helps as well. But pattern certainly hides a lot of sins. And I have three little dogs, two of which have a little chihuahua in them. So I know what you're talking about. Do you have an go-to rug purveyor that you would start with? No. That's the thing I love about rugs is I really, I do treat it like artwork oftentimes. So I already know the color palette that I'm going to be working with in the room. And then I Google those colors. For instance, I'm redesigning my house. I'm moving to a new space. And I know based on the stained glass in that room that I'm going to be using teal and yellow. And I also know that since it's going under a dining table, I want this rug to be heavily patterned. So when my kid drops their slice of pizza, Mm -hmm. I'm not going to freak out. When we have a play date and the juice box hits the floor, I'm going to breathe in and breathe out. You're going to be the coolest mom. Just like, oh, no big deal. As a designer, I am so far from the coolest mom. I'm like, (laughs) don't touch the walls. Oh, yeah. Why does everyone have to touch the walls? I don't Trailing it down the staircase. Ah, I'm with you on that. That is a mystery to me. So why do you think textiles have retained their price and not increased like a lot of the other elements of a home? I think one of the reasons is that they're not as heavy, right? They're not Mm. as heavy as a dresser or as a dining table. So the shipping costs Mm -hmm. for the manufacturer are less. Uh, You know, because drapes are another amazing way to transform your room. I always say, you know, 
You don't need to make the splash with the wall paint. People see these images online and they're like, oh my gosh, I want a navy room Mm -hmm. or I'm going to do a burgundy den. And I think that's really nice in theory, but paint is expensive not to buy. The cans are, you know, under 60 bucks a piece, but to actually apply, Mm -hmm. it's either expensive and cost of your time or in my world, in the cost of paying someone to apply it. I am not a painter. I know my limitations. So I don't want to do it again for seven to 10 years. And I want to choose a color that's going to evolve as my personality evolves, as my design tastes change, as the trends change. Mm -hmm. And I would rather make that really bold splash with drapes that go from six inches above the window frame all the way to the floor. So if I want that big, bold burgundy moment, mm-hmm. I'll do burgundy velvet drapes in that den and I can get them on Overstock for, you know, I just got the most amazing double wide panels on Overstock for like $60. Double wide wow. velvet panels, like that's unheard of. Okay, after the show, I need the link for that. With Overstock, it's the funniest thing. If you go in and then you kind of, hmm, I'm not really sure. You wait a little, all of a sudden you're getting flashes of, hey, how about 12% off? Some weird number. Hey, come back, you're 17.5% off. So it pays to be a little coy with them, I find. <laughs> Definitely add it to your cart. That's my tip. Always add it to your cart. Don't just click on it, even though that might get you some spam too, but add it to the cart, leave it in there and watch what happens Mm -hmm. because the prices will change. The promo codes will come flowing in. You know, on that note, I love Rakuten um, because everything I buy for myself and for my clients, you know, it's just a little browser extension, but it pops up when I'm shopping and I can click it and get an extra $3 on my purchase on the rug and it goes right into a check that they mailed to me. So I love Rakuten. I've tried some other ones and I've got no personal affiliation, by the way. Mm -hmm. Uh, They are not sponsoring me in any way, even though certainly they should be. I'm a big user. But anyway, I've tried other ones and I just find Rakuten to be like the easiest one. But Uh because at my firm, we only do retail shopping. I'm in these stores all the time. And then the promo codes are stored in Rakuten. So I just press like search for promo code and I don't have to go hunting around trying to get my clients the best possible coupon. And Rakuten does that for me. So, Well, terrific. Well, that is a great affordability tip. So you'll have to give me the info on that and we'll put that link in the show notes as well. So we've got, we've got textiles, we've got our rugs and drapes and things like that. What's another thing that people can add to their home in an affordable way that makes a big difference? Well, a lot of my clients are paralyzed when they have to think about artwork. You know, it just feels like the chubacabra sometimes. And I'm like, guys, we have to fill this wall. Mm -hmm. Like you can always wait to find that piece, but we need something now. So when we need something now, and I don't want to spend too much money because we don't know what this piece will ultimately be, I love to incorporate a mirror. And the reason I like a mirror is it's large, affordable, and pre-framed. Yes. You know, with artwork, you find that amazing print, you find that perfect piece, and then you have to go get it stretched on canvas, get it framed. Mm-hmm. You know, then you have to pay for glass if it's the print. Are you kidding me? So that can often be exponentially more expensive than the piece itself. And framing has gone up. I just had a client and we met at the frame store. She found a painting and an estate sale, so didn't pay very much for it, hated the frame. 
It's going to be beautiful, and it is going to be a focal point in her living room, but it wasn't the deal that she first thought she was getting at the estate sale. Well, and I have a little tip on that, actually, because there's this piece I've been eyeing at my local thrift shop, Mm -hmm. but the frame is not going to go with the metal finish in my new house. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to be focusing on bronzes in the new house because it's just riddled with bronze already, leaded glass, all these different things. So I'm kind of going to go in that direction, even though I will mix in some brass. But this frame is silver, and it's just not going to work, but I don't want to pay to have it reframed. There is the stuff. Tell me if you've ever used the stuff. You can get it at Michael's, Hobby Lobby, Joanne Fabrics, Amazon, and it's called Rub and Buff. I've heard of Rub and Buff, but I've never used it. Is it good stuff? Well, I'm a spray paint aficionado. I, and, you know, if anybody stands still long enough, I might spray paint them. I have used spray paint on so many things. I went through my you know, white phase, my matte black phase and whatnot. It's such an easy way to transform something. So rub and buff is kind of right up my alley. So do tell. It's just this tiny tube. It looks like a travel size of toothpaste. Mm-hmm. And you just put a little on a cloth and it will change any metal finish. They have about, oh, I don't know, 10 color waves. Wow. And I think the tubes are under $8. Excellent to know about. I use it on frames. I use it on handles. Mm -hmm. Any little thing hinges because sometimes it's so easy to switch out a knob, right? Oh, I could switch that out. But the hinge is showing. And that's going to betray you when the person Mm -hmm. looks at your cabinet, sees the beautiful knob that's now bronze, and the hinge is still chrome. Like, what's going on? That is great. So it dries nicely and it will take fingers and hands turning it and whatnot if it's a knob. That's wow. I'm a little intimidated by spray paint only because of the drips. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of impatient only mm. because of the drips. And also, when it dries, if you don't have a good location, I lived in Manhattan for two decades. You're not going to spray paint on the sidewalk or else somebody's like popcorn that they're eating as they're walking down the street is going to fall into your. <laughs> or if- Pigeon might go overhead and whatnot. But it's, yeah, but it sounds like you could be rubbing buffing on the 38th floor all day long if you wanted to be. Fantastic. No, ab- absolutely. I was a Manhattan dweller for many years as well. And that was, that was not my spray painting phase or certainly not the height of it. You need a little space for that. But yeah, light coats, take your time, be patient, or you will get drips. But enough of that. On to your next tip. I don't know if you guys remember, but when I was shopping for a wedding dress, I was like astounded because I went into this one salon, right? And they had this beautiful dress and it was in pink. And I was like, well, shoot, you know, I really want to wear white on my wedding day. Yeah. I don't want to wear pink. And they're like, oh, 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 don't worry. We have this whole other side and we have it in white. And it was three times more to get the (laughs) same dress in white. And I was like, are you kidding me? Well, that's the way with some furniture pieces. You know, if you're looking for the wrong thing, you're going to pay a lot more. So one example, just to bring it back to furniture, is a vanity table. Now that my clients are going back out again after COVID, they're having some events, right? They want to get dolled up. So they're starting to ask me for vanity tables again. And if you search for a vanity table, you're going to find some options, not a ton, and they are going to be moderately priced to expensively priced. But if you think about the functionality of a vanity, it's basically a tabletop with some drawers for storage. That's a desk. Mm -hmm. So I will Google desks, find much more 
diversity in terms of price point and style, and it will have the exact same functionality. Yeah. So by putting in vanity, I find the same thing happens when I put in nightstand. So I'll be looking Mm -hmm. for a nightstand. I'll put in nightstand. I'll find some really nice options, but they are pricey. Instead, I'll do end table. Mm. It's the same functionality. I can modify the height to align with the mattress height, and I'm getting it at half price. That is absolutely correct. And another rift off that is you can shop the kids' department sometimes because oftentimes it's the same thing. Uh, you, You could do it for a nightstand. I know you could do it for lighting. In particular, the most glaring example I think of that is, is if you don't believe us, check this out. Go to Pottery Barn, look up a lighting fixture, and then look at Pottery Barn kids. They probably have the same exact one. And for whatever reason, the kids one is going to be priced less. Well, and I have a major crush on PBT. And full disclosure, my entryway is going to be papered in PBT wallpaper. Oh, how fun. I can't wait to you get this house going and we see what you do to it. It's going to be amazing. Yeah, between PBT and Anthropology, I mean, I could just live on those two sites. And you're yeah. right, the deals are so much better. Crystal chandeliers on PBT, and then you compare it to what you find on other sites, it's just surprising. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But I love your idea of really just sort of opening up your frame of mind, doing a bigger Google search, and then you're going to have more diversity, more things to choose from, and clearly more price points on a lot of items. Yeah, they charge these premiums. And it's like, what am I really buying? Oh, I'm buying a desk. Of course, it's a tabletop, same height, drawers. You know, I want just two drawers underneath. That's a clean, simple, beautiful desk. Right, exactly. Like a Parsons with a, with a drawer or something like that. And oftentimes you don't like the little seat or stool or something that would come with a vanity set. In particular, you might want to shake it up anyway and do maybe a vintage chair or a cool poof or something like that. So you may have to buy, if you bought a vanity and it came in a set like that, you might not like it together. So I love that idea. So, okay, I'm just, I'm hooked on all these tips. They're so good. So give me another. Well, Kelly, I'm just aghast. You've used a naughty word on your podcast. I mean, I don't know if you have profanity on your podcast, but I never (laughs) use the S word. So I'm so glad you brought that up. I never use the word set. Um, You are right. I would never buy a vanity table that had a matching chair. You had me nervous there for a second. I was trying to scroll back for 500 and gosh knows how many episodes. Have I used profanity? No, I don't think so. (laughs) But set. In the past seven years, maybe I've used a couple of expletives. (laughs) (laughs) When I see a really amazing deal, I just, you know, have a moment. But no, your S word was set. Yes. And I I never use a dining table that comes with chairs. I never use, you know, nightstand that comes with a complimentary or not complimentary (laughs) isn't free, but complimentary is and looks nearly identical dresser. You know, if you want things to be designerly, you want them to look like you've curated them from lots of different stores. You didn't go to the dark wood silver hardware store and buy, (laughs) you know, your nightstands and your low dresser and your tall chest. So you definitely want to be mixing, matching, curating, and never, ever use the word set. 
No, no. We talk a lot about breaking up, actually, on our podcast. So if you have sets, you got to break them up. And you can, if you had one and you bought it a long time ago, you can take some of those pieces and put it somewhere else and create another look in the bedroom. And yes, a curated look. So, and particularly, that seems to have been in the bedroom a lot, the bedroom set. And the dining room, right? Yeah, they you're buy right. the, the table, the chairs, mm-hmm. the buffet, and it's yeah. all the same tone of wood. And it yeah. just, not only looks oppressive, right, because it's all the same material in one small space, but also it looks like you just went to page 43 of the catalog and says, I'll take this one, right? right? Yes. And I love the idea of breaking up. I mean, not really in relationships. That's so traumatic. But with furniture, because a buffet, speaking of, can be so many different things. So Mm -hmm. I always tell people, if you're going to invest in something, invest in a buffet. Lots of my clients are transient because they're living in New York City for a few years for an amazing job. Then they're going to have kids and move to Westchester. Then, you know, they're going to start working remotely and move to anywhere they want. But I love a buffet. I love investing in a buffet because it can be an entry console. It can be a TV stand. It can, of course, be a buffet, right? But if you did buy that set, you can easily repurpose that buffet in lots of different areas and have it look completely natural and appropriate. So I always think a buffet is a really great piece. If we are going to splurge, that might be where I do it. We're always encouraging you to personalize your home and use unique art. So canvasprints.com is the perfect sponsor for DTT. Canvasprints.com offers the highest quality canvas prints at affordable prices, and it's so easy to use. Just upload your image, choose your canvas size, and check out. You can even add a floating frame to your print for a beautiful finishing touch. And the canvases come up to 60 by 60, and you can even make a collage. Canvas Prints also offers metal prints, poster prints, photo tiles, photo gifts, and so much more. And they have quick shipping. Most orders ship within three days with a 100% money-back guarantee. So in addition to getting something for your own home, why not start on your holiday shopping? Canvas Prints has just sent me the most wonderful canvas prints of our darling dogs, and they are going to be gifts under my tree. And we have the best offer you can imagine, 25% off your entire order. Go to canvasprints.com and use the code DTT25 for 25% off your entire order. We got home from vacation yesterday and the Green Chef boxes arrived today. Woohoo! Green Chef is the number one meal kit for eating well. Green Chef makes eating well so easy with plans to fit every lifestyle, whether you're keto, paleo, vegan, vegetarian, gluten-free, or just looking to eat more balanced meals. And Green Chef's offering even more customization than before with new organic and wild-caught protein options. Green Chef offers dinners that work for you, not the other way around. And the fast and fit meals are under 700 calories and ready in 25 minutes or less. I am looking for lots of flavor in less time, and that's what I'll be having tonight. I don't have to go to the grocery store for it. So go to greenchef.com slash DTT135 and use the code DTT135 to get $135 off across five boxes and your first box ships free. Greenchef.com slash DTT135 and use the promo code DTT135. Now, as the weather is going to start turning colder, we'll be inside more and there'll be more germs spreading around. So you need to be aware of the air in your own home. 
April Air has the solution. They combine innovation and practical science to create professional-grade indoor air quality solutions that help you breathe easy in your own home. The April Air Healthy Air System is right for any home in any climate. And this system combines fresh air ventilation, air filtration, humidity control, radon mitigation, zoning, and control into an all-in-one solution. It provides comfort and protection from pollutants, viruses, and other contaminants, and can even protect your home from damage like wood warping, and mold. So get the best protection for your home and your family with April Air. April Air is healthy air. And for more information on April Air indoor air quality solutions and the April Air healthy air system, visit www.aprilair.com slash DTT. That's April like the month, A-P-R-I-L Air, A-I-R-E.com slash DTT. Okay. So back to the affordability. We had one possible splurge. What's next? You know, a lot of designers, you'll see this in magazines, you'll hear it on podcasts. A lot of designers switch things out seasonally, right? I'm going to switch out my drapes in the winter that were that burgundy velvet in the spring. I'm going to make them an open weave linen. You know, I'm going to switch out my rug that's very dark and maybe plush and shaggy in the fall. And when it's summertime, I'm going to have a jute. Well, I think that's really nice in theory, but my life is busy. Did I mention mm. the kids, the chihuahua, the husband, the job, the podcast, yes, yes. right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So my life is busy and I don't have time to do that. So the only thing I swap out, like I set and forget my whole house. And the only thing I swap out compulsively are pillows. But I do not swap out the whole pillow. I buy really amazing inserts. I like the Pottery Barn inserts that are the faux um, faux down. But anyway, I find that just getting new pillow covers, I love going to Society6 because I can get them in the exact pattern that I want. Funky, amazing patterns. You can get it any size and you can buy just the cover. Because a lot of places, you know, combine the price of the cover and the insert. And then sometimes it doesn't have a zipper when they do that. So I do prefer just buying really great, you know, investing in those inserts that I love and then swapping out covers. And I do that every six to eight months. Way to roll. Yes, because then you pick the insert that you really like. Because oftentimes if you buy a pillow with an insert, it's a mm, not a great quality insert. So you might not like it anyway. And the shipping cost is going to be a lot higher if you're sending a pillow rather than sending a cover that you can just fold up and put in an envelope. So that is very affordable on lots of different fronts. And tell everyone about Society6. I know about it. I don't know that Anita and I have ever talked about Society6 on the podcast. When we were heavy into our blogging days, we had a lot of friends who were bloggers who also created things and they had little shops on Society6. But I don't think it's as well known as Etsy is. So if if you know enough about it, just give everybody a little heads up on what goes on over there. Well, I love Society6 because they are supporting artists, kind of like minted, but the prices yes. are so much more affordable. And they have all sorts of different types of prints. So you can get art prints, you can get canvas prints, metal prints. Um, you can kind of make it what you want in terms of sizing because so many of those places only offer like a print in a certain couple of sizes. And of course, I want five different sizes mm-hmm. and you can get bath mats. You can get, I mean, they have, they used to be primarily artwork back when I started using them and now they 
have those same artwork visuals, but they put it on pillows, they put it on drapes. Now they have all sorts of stuff, even furniture. So it's just a really great resource that has affordable prices. And when I need something that's, you know, as I mentioned earlier, when we're waiting for that amazing piece of art and I just want that stopgap, mm-hmm. it's a great place to get a $20 print that's going to be perfect for now. And then yeah. I'm going to swap it out when my clients find that just right thing. Right. Because the just right thing could take years. You can't rush that sort of thing. Yeah. Yeah. And sometimes just getting something up there will help you decide what you want in the future, right? Mm -hmm. So I love this print because it has so much color. Look at the vibrancy it's bringing to that corner. I know that when I'm looking, I'm going to want something equally colorful. Right, right. It helps inform the decision, the the long-term decision. Good one. Yeah. I'm going to revisit Society6. I was on there a couple of months ago and I I was looking for a certain pattern for a client and they not only had the pillow cover in it, you could get a tray in it, you could get napkins in it. I mean, the whole shebang. I mean, you, you know, again, you don't want to go too crazy, but it is kind of like, oh my gosh, I could get all these things in the same pattern and it's all like under a hundred bucks. It was pretty amazing. I only use Society6 for those kind of interchangeable, I love it for now. Mm-hmm. You know, it's kind of like having that staple wardrobe. I'm an affordable interior designer. So my staple wardrobe is like Banana Republic. And then mm-hmm. I'll pop it with Forever 21 jewelry. Did they go out of business recently? It's very sad. It wasn't forever. It wasn't no. forever. But no. you know, or um, Urban Outfitters jewelry. Yeah. So I'll pop mm-hmm. it with like some affordable, maybe right for now, but not right for next year stuff. Yeah. But I want just that staple dress, right? That yes. I can have yeah. every season. So that's what Society Six is for me. It's just those little pieces that I have a crush on, just to use your terminology. Mm-hmm. I have a crush on right now, but I'm probably going to break up with in eight months. <laughs> and you didn't buy the whole set because that would just be too much. Just get one. Because you know they even have <laughs> wallpaper in it. So you could get the wallpaper, the tray, the pillow. Yes. <laughs> yeah, they just all. added wallpaper to their offerings. And it's so affordable that I'm just tempted. But wallpaper is like paint. It's cheap to buy by the roll, but yeah. it's the application. that steals a piece of your soul or a piece of your wallet. Yeah, definitely. Okay, what else do you have for us? Well, you know, sometimes my clients, they say, Betsy, I need a piece here because I need it to hold the keys, the mail, or I Uh need some kind of small valet here because my husband, you know, empties his pockets. And I always ask myself, instead of a piece of furniture, could we do a tray? We love trays. You're talking our love language here at DTT. We love a tray. Now I'm going to use the naughty word, but I call it a crap (laughs) corral. You know, if you have some crap like mail, paperwork, you know, stuff from your pockets, if it has a corral, not only does it look slightly more intentional and less cluttery, but once the tray is full, you know the problem is you. This tray that has a two-inch lip, starts overflowing, you're the problem. Yeah. Because they're like, oh, I need a bigger tray. And I'm like, no, no, no. Now you're the problem. Yes. And I don't know how you'd fit anything extra on our trays because we've always vignetted them. But, you know, maybe you can slip in a single key or a credit card or something like that or a tube of lipstick. But <laughs> we love our trays when you're using them for display. But I think you're absolutely right. It's a great catch-all as well. And 
Everybody needs something like that. It's a wonderful thing if you can slide that into a drawer and I don't have to see your crap corralled. But, you know, if it's got to be out in the open, the best thing to do is do what you're telling everyone is put it on a tray and make it intentional. Well, I think that's a really important point. You know, the drawer versus the tray. You have to ask yourself or ask the clients you're working with, what kind of person am I? Am I a dumper or am I an organizer? Right. Because if you create systems like, oh, my gosh, I'm going to get this piece that has all the drawers and everyone will know that in the second drawer Mm -hmm. down, those are mittens. And in the third (laughs) drawer down, those are sunglasses. Um, But your family, you have a family of dumpers. No one's going to follow those rules. It's going to be very hard to force everyone in your family to change those habits. And so you have to be practical or else your home is never going to look like the day you designed it. I'm all about leading with the functionality, but you also have to be aware of, you know, who's there functioning with you, so to speak. I interviewed a woman who is uh, an organizing expert a few months ago, and she gave a great tip. I thought, organize, now we're talking about organizing, not necessarily decorating, but organize for your least organized or your least willing participant in your home. Right, so if you know that person is just going to throw the stuff, uh, you know, on the floor if the tray's not visible, then maybe the tray has to be visible. That is so smart. I know, isn't that a good one? I thought that was really smart too. You know, you do want to have those boundaries, like telling the kids when this tray is full, here's the issue. But there needs to be that sort of combination or conversation between the practical and the pretty. And I always start with the practical. Because real people live here. This is not Mm -hmm. house beautiful. Uh, So for instance, on my entry console, even though this may not be what I would have chosen to photograph, we have one tray that's yellow and one tray that's gray. And the yellow is all the school papers and the gray is all the adult mail. And everybody knows their color. So I don't have to put my not so attractive label, even though I'm addicted to my label maker, on the tray. Mm -hmm. Everyone knows their color and you just dump. And then when it's full, we actually open the mail. Uh, That's not a system that could work for everybody. But when I'm working with a client, I say, tell me what your current habits are. Because if I buy you a piece that's beautiful, but isn't functional for you, this whole place is going to be a mess. Right. And you walk away and and then it doesn't feel so good after you're gone, after the initial blush of the wonderful item. So true. So can you tell everybody, what what is your philosophy or overall approach to decorating? Well, practical before pretty is definitely one. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think you really have to meet people where they are budget-wise. So my whole philosophy as an interior designer is that I don't want you maxing out your credit cards to work with me. Mm-hmm. And then my other philosophy personally is set it and forget it. I want to create a home for you that is all set up that you can just live in. I know that some designers, maybe even Kelly and Anita, from based mm-hmm. on our other conversation on my show, right. but um, you know, some designers like to curate and change things. My designer friends are always moving their furniture. Not me. Oh no, not me. I create that plan by evaluating every possible option, making the final determination of where everything goes, how big it should be, and then I buy the things and I don't change it. And the reason I do that is because, first of all, my clients don't typically have a passion for design. So they just want a place that works for them that they can forget about until they move again. 
But for me, you know, I'm designing for all these other people and I get my fulfillment and my, you know, if I want to buy something, I'll buy it for somebody else and get to see it in situ and be really excited Mm -hmm. about that. But I need a place where like, you know, Steve Jobs always wore his same outfit. Mark Zuckerberg's got the black t-shirt or the hoodie or whatever. I need Mm -hmm. my house to be that hoodie. I always know the chair is there. (laughs) We always use the yellow tray for school papers. This is where we put our shoes. I Mm -hmm. don't want to have to think or be curious in my home. Like, could that go over there? No, 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 no. I want to sit down, watch 90 Day Fiance, have a glass of wine, (laughs) and wake up the next day and work on a client's space. You want to know where the chairs are. See, yeah. And Anita and I, that was, we had the, such a funny exchange when we were on your podcast. And I hope everybody listened to it that already. And if you haven't, I'm going to link that in the show notes here, of course. So you're going to want to check out that interview. It was very spirited and lots of fun. And yes, Anita and I are movers. I love moving things around my home, trying something here, trying something there. But I agree with you. I work with a lot of clients as well. And many of those people really just want me to do it and have it done. And they're not going to move things around. So of course, we're picking things that can stay in the place that we intended them to be for you know, whatever forever is in that home for the period of time that they're living in there. But because I love curating my own home so much. And I just, it's, it's just a creative outlet for me. And that's why Anita and I are so resolute in our limited color palette and our flow uh, tips, because we want to be able to move stuff around in our own homes. But total respect, Betsy, I'm with you. I've never watched 90 Day Fiance, but, but I will definitely have a glass of wine with you and sit down in your chair where it'll always be and have a lovely evening. So tell everyone where they can find you. Yes, the podcast is Affordable Interior Design, and we're on every place where you can find podcasts. And if you have a question for the show, if you want to write in with a design dilemma, if you want to show me pictures of your space and ask what I would do, well, you can go to affordableinteriordesign.com slash podcast, and you can just submit a question to the show. I think we should figure out a way to do some questions together, the three of us. That would be a lot of fun. My favorite thing about the show we did together is that we didn't always agree on our philosophies. And even though we're both in sort of this practical space where these Mm -hmm. are tips you can do today, it doesn't mean that there's only one way to go. So true. And Anita and I often don't agree on the show or when we were answering questions that came into our show, when we had the listener question segment, oftentimes we brought completely different ideas to answer the question (laughs) because people may think it is, but you know, none of this is rehearsed. (laughs) We just, we just get going and see where it takes us. And we do consults often with either our listeners or people that know us from Instagram and other places. We do private consults and Anita and I prepare separately and come to it with maybe a five-minute pre-conversation. And so we're bringing different perspectives to those consults all the time. Lots of times we overlap, but lots of times, you know, she'll come up with something I never even considered. So it's really nice to have different perspectives. 
Yeah. And it's just refreshing and interesting. And I, you know, I definitely designed in a vacuum. All my clients Mm -hmm. I take on my own and the designers who work for me take the clients on their own. We're all remote. So we don't collaborate around a big round table with swatches. And Mm -hmm. so it was so refreshing during our conversation to have that push pull. What about this? Um, I would love that. Come over to my show. We'll dig inside the mailbag. I get amazing (laughs) questions with cool pictures. Um, and there's a couple I've been stumped on lately, including my own house. Oh, I have some dilemmas and sometimes you're too close to it, but I have some dilemmas in my new home that I just can't solve. <laughs> well, I think we should definitely keep this podcast uh, relationship going on. It's terrific. And tell everyone where they can find you on Instagram as well, right? And YouTube. Affordable interior design. So all the way across the board, it's affordable interior design. We are adding buy up loft because we're rebranding a little bit right now. So you might see some of them saying affordable interior design buy up loft, but that's still us. And that's where you can find us on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, and more. Wonderful. Betsy, thank you so much. Now go run out in the rain, jump in some puddles. It sounds so nice to hear the rain. Well, it's already stopped and I bet there's a rainbow because it was such a quick flash of oh. you know drama. So I'm going to go outside and look for a rainbow. Well, go find one. Thanks so much for making the time for this today. Thank you, Kelly, so much. And say hi to Anita for me. Will do. Thank you. Anita, what are we defining today? Today we're defining burled wood. Uh, So this typically refers to knots in a wood grain. And then that creates a really cool pattern as the grain goes around those knots. And burled wood is usually cut into thin sheets and used as a veneer or an inlay. And we used to have a burled wood table, and it was really beautiful. It was one of those old mahogany ones, you know, the 18th century ones that are not in style anymore. But they were booked, so the so each section matched. So each leaf and the table itself all matched because it was the same burled wood piece of wood that they did these sheets from. And it's really a beautiful look, but I don't really see it used much anymore. But if you see an antique with this on there, this is hard to find, and it might be worth a little extra money to get it. Have you seen burled wood in the lighter tones, like almost a blondish wood? I think, well, I haven't seen it, but that doesn't mean it doesn't exist. Yes, I think I have seen it. That's what's conjuring up in my mind. And I think it's absolutely beautiful. And that's definitely a more modern look. Oh, right. Well, there you go. It would just be a different wood stone. Yeah, Mm -hmm. exactly. So my crush today, in case anybody is concerned about feeding the birdies as the colder weather is coming on, is an Audubon bird feeder. Now, I was lucky enough to be in the clearance aisle at TJ Maxx, and I spied this, <laughs> and it was like fourteen ninety nine. And it's Were you so... there yesterday? Because I was there yesterday. <laughs> no, this wasn't yesterday, because I've tried this out, because I was having a real problem with squirrels eating all my bird seed. Oh, and I know. Just, taking up all the space at the bird feeders. I bought two very inexpensive ones on Amazon and they had good reviews, but obviously I have very voracious squirrels and they were eating through the plastic and the whole thing. And it was just super easy for them to, to nudge the birds out. So I got very frustrated with that. And so I wanted to find one that you can sort of squirrel proof. I like, I want the squirrels to be happy too. I just don't want them at the bird feeder, right? Go someplace else. So this one, it's pretty, first of all. It's um, kind of a grayish metal, and it has very discreet 
dragonfly metal design in it and you can't really tell and it's a nice size feeder so you can put a substantial amount of bird seed in there so you keep changing it out but here is the thing there is sort of a extra cage if you will of metal around the tube it's one of those tube feeders and if something heavier than a bird pushes on to you know sort of sit on the ledge to to eat the seeds it goes down like an elevator. Mm-hmm. And so it gets then masked by this metal mesh. Sorry, squirrels. Out of luck. And <laughs> we so have those hang- too. Yeah. It's been hanging in my yard for a couple of months now. So I can tell you with certainty that it really works. I looked for one on Amazon just because it's easy for everyone to shop there. They didn't have one on Amazon. So I will link to this smaller shop. So better yet, shopping smaller, but yet online. And it's called the Woodlink Dragonfly Audubon Approved Bird Feeder. And it's like $39.99 if you aren't lucky like I was in the clearance aisle. We've had problems with something with little crafty hands. I think maybe it was a raccoon or something. Mm. Completely like ripped the lid off one of ours. But we have only that kind where when you sit on it and you're too heavy... Yeah, uh, it closes up, and I think this little animal got a little mad and just kind of mangled <laughs> the top, and that was the end of that. So, uh, yeah, so when we're always there's a will, buying. there's a way. Oh yeah, so we actually have to replace these more than you would think. So my crush is a nice, healthy alternative to sodas because we know sodas are really not that great for you, no, full of sugar, not. and other things that you shouldn't be drinking. So my crush is GT Synergy's Aqua Kefir. And I get it at Trader Joe's, but I think, so it's not kombucha. That sounds like so much fun. Just like, how about a Diet Coke with crushed ice and lemon? (laughs) How about a kefir? (laughs) No, no, no. This is really, it tastes like a flavored soda. Okay. They have come in different flavors. And so like peach, mango, and that sort of thing. Uh, And they do have a little bit of sugar in them. So these are actually very delicious. So they they do have probiotics in them, but it's not dairy. There's no dairy in them. It's not kombucha, and it's not sour at all. It's just really refreshing, and again, it will remind you of, like, sparkling juice. That's what it's going to taste like to you. Nice. And oh, so yeah. it's really delicious and also very healthy. Well, there you go, what, which the Diet Coke definitely isn't. And I'll link to it so you can find out more about it. Okay, well, that is such great information. You're giving us such great info on all the good nutritional choices. Thanks so much for hanging out with us today. And remember, we are here to inspire you to create a beautiful home. Until next time.